the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, on a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon here at Millburgers. The sun fighting to come out, and it's beautiful because lots of you have come out to support the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and the blood drive that we have going on at the nursery. Now, uh, if you heard the commercial, if you heard us talking about it, we had the the times didn't work out right. So. Uh, the what? Yeah, it started earlier and it's ending earlier. So it's going to end at 12:30 today, rather than 1:30. So you need to get over here, ASA, oh, ASAP. Really? Yeah, they'll wait. If you're in line at 12:30, they will let you finish up. So, uh, but come on out and and give blood. I've been sitting here since about 10:30 watching lots of folks yeah. with their little blue armbands walking by. Uh, so. Cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't figure what that was. They must be having a fight or something. Oh, yeah. So anyway, come on out and donate and give blood. Uh, so why didn't uh, they usually you leave it too, don't they? Yeah, that's usually from it usually is from 10 to 1:30. Well, they had another appointment. I think it just got confused. Just got confused. Yeah. Confused, so okay. Um, all right. Anyway, so that's going on now. So uh, come on out and be a part of it. Are here? Are you hearing us okay? Oh, you haven't plugged in yet. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Don't forget that next Saturday here at the nursery is going to be the Rodeo Tomato uh, celebration with the uh, proceeds of the Rodeo Tomato going to benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Program. We'll have uh, chips and hot dogs and drinks, a balloon artist, face painting, the Texas Weather Band, and lots of fun, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato, which I still don't know the name of it yet. Why not? Oops, sorry. It's in the page in Calvin's article. I know. It's plant answer. Because in the commercial that I recorded, I said I didn't know the name of it. Oh, okay. So when you hear the commercial promoting next Saturday's event, there's me being very clever saying, and the name of it is, I <laughs> haven't told me yet. Well, that was that was true as of Friday, but uh, what are, they, what are they, the two initials? I remember the day the HM 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 stands for Harris Moran. Okay, HM eighteen twenty three. Eighteen. Did you have a question that we can ask on the air? Uh oh, can we ask that on the air? That's a great question. Here, great, grab the mic. You'll be on the air. And these guys can hear you, and then that's a great question. Oh, no, it's easy. What's that? Okay. Well, it makes it easier for us. But he, he, is, he has had women leave, leave here crying because they wouldn't be out there. So she wants to know if her blue bonnet should be up Did yet. Did you plant the seed? 
they this is what came up from last year yeah the the uh, little plants definitely sh- you should see little plants now they should look like little beans when i see this okay this is the challenge though that we're actually on the air so when you talk we can't hear you Okay, she said that she knows what they look like. I'm interpreting for her. Okay, you interpret. We have these little things of dead air. That Okay, so don't let it go dead. Okay, so go ahead and He's, interpret. He, he acts like a radio professional. I know. You know. But anyway, they if, if you don't, if you don't see plants now, uh, if, if you don't see little plants now, they, they probably are not going to come up this year. But they're on sale today. So you can transplant, yes. Since mine aren't going to come up, I'm going to go ahead and buy some. But yeah. I don't know why they didn't come I'd, up. It's a God thing. Yeah. I would uh, be. <laughs> I, I would. I'd be. Uh, oftentimes, I went out and looked, and didn't see anything, and then the next thing I knew, there's there's plants everywhere. So I, I'm 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 not as absolute as Jerry is on that. I think some of them will. Will come up, or some of them are probably up. They're just, they're just sometimes a little hard to recognize this time of the year. Yeah. They are planted in a corner of my yard, which is very thin as far as yeah. dirt is concerned, and nothing else will grow there. Well, obviously, blue bonnets won't grow there either. <laughs> <laughs> Try some transplants in there. Yeah, just pick some up, and then like Calvin said, the best of both advice is try the transplants. You'll have that. And Calvin's thinking that maybe you you won't be disappointed that you just can't see them yet. But but is this the have they never come up before? I mean, this isn't their first year. Okay, that's what I'm They've thinking. They've come up before. So, all right. Can I, can you hear? Okay. Can everybody in the audience hear that? No. She's screaming across the. Yeah. Okay. No, we're, we're we're talking about the blue bonnets and. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Oh, Calvin sent her away running. <laughs> just get, <laughs> just get some more try the transplants are and that's ladybird. Uh, ladybird blue. <laughs> you get. Uh, she, okay. Yeah. There you go. Okay. okay. You're you're doing good with planting new ones, but they're not coming up. I'm Parsons. He's Parsons. The one that comes up with all the colors of the blue bodies and been growing them for 40 years. Oh, oh man. You need to talk to Calvin then. All right. Okay, just, keep her off just, the just mic. Just talk to Calvin. She doesn't like the red blue bonnets. <laughs> Do you know? Oh. Okay. 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 She's coming back if, if they come up. Oh, good. Okay. Then we're putting her on the air. Oh, yeah. Should we let a, should we have a little bat? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do what? Should, Should we, we have, have a little, little bet? Well, and you, what, and I just remember going, now, but... remember how many times <laughs> you've been told that, no, that nothing's coming up, and then you go over and check, and there's blue bonnets. Well, she says she's grown them for years, yeah. and she knows what she sees, okay, and she knows well, that the, what they look like. So, so okay, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a soda pop bet. I don't know if it's legal to gamble on the air, but we're going to put 50 cents on or for, put a soda on this? Yes. All right. Calvin says she'll have them. Now, are they? And she'll have them if she uses transplants. And uh, this is this is this is getting late for transplants. Yeah. And I was uh, wondering about that. I, this we were, la- we this were. last week, the pr- plants that we transplanted in the fall. I uh, rogued them this this week. We're trying to get a dark purple, 
and they're blooming. I'll be darned. So, and they're blooming earlier than we've ever seen them. Well, Jerry before. and I had this conversation a little earlier too. We went from, I don't. It just seemed like a couple of weeks ago we were talking about the uh, chill hours and cold weather in the Florida King beaches blooming. Now, it's everything is thinks it's the it's yeah. springtime or early summer, and all the plants are, you know, the subtropicals are sending up shoots, and the um, all of our uh, citrus are, are re-putting on foliage. So. Steve, you want to be on the air? Are you okay? All right. Steve's okay with it. We, and, we, I don't think we can send Steve away crying. Uh, I think, I think <laughs> he might send us away he crying. He might send us away crying. Yeah. So what's going on? It's Trip Steve. He came up and visited with us. Um, well, I just came by to see what tomato plants have been released so far. They've got it. Yeah. They uh, the 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 word on the street is yeah. you got that the rodeo, the, the rodeo tomato is here. Eighteen twenty three. Oh, okay. Eighteen twenty three. And they look pretty. Yeah, they look pretty nice over there too. Oh yeah, they're good looking yeah. plants. What what's uh, what's it compared to? Uh, well, let's see. Well, I, I would compare it to celebrity. Uh, I I I. Reading the reading the direct and and it's about the same size as celebrity oh. as far as the fruit. Supposed, but what and Calvin's article today uh, he brings out the point that uh, in the description in the description they uh, he, Calvin writes uh, in an unusual claim the HM 1823 is described as having a superior taste because of good blend of sweetness and acidity. Uh, and Jerry brought that to our attention. That's just a really unusual oh, for, yeah. for plant breeders or for uh, even seed producers to Talk to say that, that our tomato tastes better than <laughs> you know, a lot of tomatoes. And but, since well, most people like celebrity, I would plant celebrity and this one side by side and see which one tastes better and 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 yields better. They, they I think this one will yield better. Yeah, they say if you fertilize the heck out of it and water it, it, each plant should get 25 pounds, even though the fruit's not yeah. huge, celebrity size. But uh, you, you know, I've been using the alfalfa that you talked about yeah. from the guy down the valley. Right. And uh, that's worked out really good because the plant hadn't grown crazy and it's put out a lot of fruit. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I used to get too much nitrogen on them, not get very much fruit. You know? Right. Yeah, use right. A heavy nitrogen. But uh, yeah, he swore by that. Uh, he he passed away. By, he was he was in Tennessee, not in. Oh, Nevada. Tennessee. Oh, I thought he was in Nevada. But uh, he that was that was his secret. Uh huh. And he he it works good. he found the last couple of years. He found alfalfa just meal. Alfalfa just a meal. Yeah. Yeah, pellets. Yeah, that alfalfa has been known for years as being pretty high in nitrogen, a good oh, organic yeah. source. Yeah, and uh, I try, I try to get this old man to fertilize too, as well as uh-huh. alfalfa, because uh, alfalfa generally I is was, soil. I was just saying that it's pretty expensive, but I guess not compared to fertilizer. No, no not, not a, really. It's I don't know. It's about ten dollars a bag when I bought it here. Yeah, yeah. You don't use any fertilizer? Yeah, I'll. What I'll do is, uh, is I'll put some. After they get going and set fruit, uh-huh. I'll start putting half strength uh, Miracle Grow on them. Okay, good. And later on, just that's good. Keep them. 
good and green. Yeah. That's good. But, uh, is Peterson going to do the Valley Cat this year? Do you know? I think so. Yeah, because that's my favorite one. I, last two years, I've had really, really? good luck. Good ah. production, nice size, good taste. Yeah. Ever since, when, when was it the rodeo? Three years ago? Something like that. Two or three years ago. Yeah, kind of. Which kinda, one? Kind of didn't get as much attention as some, because we had Tycoon before that got huge attention. I think it was then Valley Cat and then Bobcat or maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's right. Yeah, it was a Valley Girl, Valley Cat, Bobcat. Yeah, Valley Cat and then Cats Bobcat. And dogs. Bobcat wasn't as good for me as the Valley Cat. Uh, Bobcat was a smaller plant, but it didn't produce. Much. I think that's yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, boy, it's, but that's that's. I think Valley Cat is nematode resistant too. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I had no problem. And it, it's really good disease resistant, like tycoons. Oh yeah. Well, uh, this this particular tomato, the one of the reasons we chose it is because it has such a good uh, foliage, good foliage oh, on okay. it. And yeah, which in Calvin's article, he he talks about all the disease resistance that it has. Uh, it, without listing all the <laughs> yeah okay, if you go but to if you want it listed you go to plantanswers.com go to plantanswers.com because it's under under front pay under topics of the month under um, uh, uh, rodeo tomato for 2017 and then under that is the uh, uh, rodeo tomato celebration which is going on next, next week, week right? yeah uh, and that that gives all the information that we have here that uh, we, we read of. So it's 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 going to be a good tomato to try. Is it going to be yellow coral virus resistant? Do you know? I don't think so. They don't list that. They don't list it. Yeah. Because I take out everything but tycoon and valley cats two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when it was bad when he first yeah, showed up. Two years ago, but. But those two didn't get bothered. No, and you know, you we know got what'll pictures be. of tycoons side by side, and it, yeah. it didn't touch it. Well, what'll be interesting is that to have a, maybe we can do it as just a, a side kind of a sideshow is to have some taste tests between it and uh, oh, BHN yeah. 968, because I, you know, I think a lot of people think, me included, the BHN 968 of having such a wonderful mix of sweet, oh, yeah. sweetness I, I and always plant that acid. Yeah. yeah, it'll be nice well, if this like is that. the same. I, I, yeah. I used to plant large red cherry, but it goes all over the place. And <laughs> it doesn't have as much disease resistance as nice. No, uh, uh-uh. I, I, uh, I uh, got jumped at the, at the plant producers the other day, the the ones that grow all these tomatoes for us. That seed of 968. It's forty cents a piece. Gracious! Is that right? forty cents a piece? Holy mackerel! I and, think I'll save some of it, even uh, though it won't be true. It'll yeah. be close. But it, it'll but, be close. Yeah. Forty cents a piece. That's that's why that. the, that's why the plants cost a little bit more. But uh, when you when you look at the history of that thing, they were getting ready to drop that tomato really? before we tested it in the greenhouse and found out how good a taste it was and and started promoting it. But now, now it's there. Well, it's I'm gonna a, say Valley Cat too, in case it goes away. Right yeah, now. you better, you better. I started uh, a new one that uh, can't think of his name. Edmonds, that always does the tomato contest. Right, right. And right. He, he told me about the Ctex uh, purple tomato mm-hmm. out of. Uh, 
woodlands over there somewhere. So, right. So I, I've got three of those I've started from seed and give them a try. Okay. He, he said it's an improvement over the Cherokee purple. Wow. So that's, that's been the most successful uh, purple tomato. Purple yeah. tomato. Yeah, yeah, I always planted it. Well, and it's, it's been one of the most successful success, heirlooms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah heirloom. Yeah. It's successful enough to to uh, mention it at the same time we mentioned the, you know, the rodeo tomatoes. Right, right. Ones is a huh. uh, Cherokee purple, but I'm going to try the C-Tex this year. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, keep us informed. Cool. Thanks, sir. Okay, I had one more question. Okay. What's a good flowering dwarf shrub I, along my sidewalk between the house? I've got nice big shrubs back there, but I'd like to put something flowering along there that's, that won't grow too tall. A how, mu- how, some, how much sun? Um, there, there are some trees there, probably I'd say about uh, 50%. You know what? What might do all right there is that uh, kaffia. Um, what's another name for kaffia? Uh, Mexican, Mexican heather. Mexican heather. Yeah, Mexican, Mexican heather. That's gonna okay. freeze though. Yeah, it's a shrub. Yeah, that's what I want. No. That meets your criteria. Does it? Does it flower very long? Or? Oh yeah. Uh, forever. Yeah. All summer long. Yeah. That's perfect. Then. Mexican heather. Okay. That's yeah. Now in the last. Few winters up. Well, this one, this one, it froze back, but it, a lot of places it has been pretty uh, long-lived. Yeah. Well, the the good part about the area, I'm going to put it in. It's on the south side of the house, the front okay. of the house. Okay. That'll give you so some protection. So it doesn't get that cold north wind there. And, yeah. And it's funny. Now we it wasn't too long ago we were talking about uh, that we are now in a tropical zone. Uh. And now he's now we're, we're we're worried about plants that freeze again. So. Yeah. We're back, yeah. Yeah, did, did you hear they're having the, uh, that, uh, what, what, what do you, what, what, what do the environmentalists call it? Uh, global warming? Global or? warming, yeah, up in New York and Boston now. About yeah. 10 or 12 inches of yeah. it. You're supposed to get some more. Yeah. <laughs> it, now it's climate change. Climate change, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. That's what it is. I, not politically. It used, to, it used to be warming, but now, since it hadn't been warming, they Well, with climate change, oh, it, it has warmed. Now, don't right. be careful. The, the, the last, the, even even though there's been some cold weather this winter, the uh, last year was the, you know, was one of the warmest years. Well, it was the warmest year in his in history. So, you know, you that that direction is still. Yeah. going there so we'll just well, have to I was see what looking happens at one of the charts that was on there and i remember back in the 50s i as a kid i grew up in kansas and we had about 10 years of global warming there and droughts and 100 degrees oh water, yeah dust bowls and in the 50s else. so it, maybe that's coming back where'd you grow up in kansas in topeka i grew i was born in manhattan where you went to school oh that's right yeah. okay yeah, we talked about it one time, you know. He for- were you there? Were you there when the tornadoes came through? And- I was about seven blocks away in '67 when the tornado hit. Okay. Quarter mile stretch through town. Right through town. Right, right. Came from southwest, right downtown. Yeah. It was bad. Tore the, tore the heck out of. What amazed amazed me about Kansas, I was at my uh, granddaughter's birthday party, and we were in this hotel. You know, it was about 12 floors. 
Wichita, and you could see out there for a bazillion miles. Uh-huh. And that storm was coming, but I mean, it was must have been 40 miles away. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And of course, everybody knew. All the Kansas people knew where it was going, and yeah, it looks a little scary, but it's not coming this way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was sure. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you got here to. I am up here in this uh, top of this hotel, and there's a storm coming. And you can, uh, it's it sort of reminds me of Amarillo too, where well, there's an insurance company downtown called National Republic, and it was built co- reinforced concrete, and it tore every window out of that. Because it hit direct on it. Uh-huh. Well, only one person got killed, and and he was he was in a pool hall, and he got under the pool table, and the roof came down and collapsed the pool table on him. Oh no! But, but, <laughs> no pool but, table. But, what a way to go! Yeah. But but, but you know, as bad a storm as it was, it was fortunate only one person. Oh yes, yeah, so it did tremendous uh, damage. Well, hey, all right, uh, thanks, all right, guys. we gotta take a break while we do. Give us a call at 308-8867. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. 308-8867. Now, when we come back from break, Trace is going to talk about what's happening at the nursery, the plant of the weekend, and more. Uh, give us a call, and then we'll get you on the air, too, at 308-8867 or toll-free, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like Northwest Military at Hebner Road, or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-BIRD. 
Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Have you seen a family divided over property after losing a loved one? Have you known someone who spent months or years fighting in court to receive the property that was left to them? Unfortunately, I often see families fighting in probate court. Wouldn't you like to avoid this situation? I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. At Weisinger Law Firm, we can help you put a plan in place that avoids probate so your loved ones never have to set foot in a cold courtroom. Many times that plan includes a living trust. Let my team help you achieve peace through planning to ensure your family won't be stuck fighting it out in court. Just call 210-308-0800 and we'll help you get a plan in place. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas. So call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or weisingerlawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Got a couple folks hanging on the line. Trey said you get those folks on the line. But before we do, I want to tell you there's an event coming up uh, real quick. The 2017 uh, Horticulture Program, the San Antonio Council of Nationally Accredited Flower Show Judges, presents Perennials for San Antonio, tried, true, and maybe new to you, and maybe new to you with special guest horticulturist uh, Fred Spicer of the Birmingham Botanical Garden. It's a Thursday, February 16th, so it's this Thursday. It begins at 5 p.m. There's wine and hors d'oeuvres, and then the speaker will begin at 6, and the cost is $25 per person. The phone number to call, 824-9981, 824-9981, or go to sanantoniogardencenter.org org for more information for this Thursday's event. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and Janice is on the line. Janice, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine, thank you. I Good. just felt like, feel like I found new friends again. We lived, we lived in there 34 years, and I'm, I was Googling Jerry Parsons today, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that has a radio show. <laughs> So, yeah, you meant you meant us, right? We're the new friends, not somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. All right, Janice, we like you now. We y'all Y'all, especially him about his poinsettias. What do you do with your poinsettias? He used to speak to our Aggie wives and Aggie moms groups all the time. And every right. year, I try to replant those poinsettias. Our yard looks really good, truthfully. Otherwise, but I never have luck. 
pampering them, I guess, not putting them in the dark and all that stuff. Uh, is there a way to to um, put them in the ground and hope they'll at least bloom and maybe flower? <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, uh, the the new poinsettias now don't need that uh, uh, dark period or that uh, they they don't shade them like they used to and give them a they they giving them a uh, a short day so and make it make them bloom yeah we had some in so you you can you can plant them out and now you still have to worry about the freeze and the cold and things like that and they're they're gonna they're gonna color later than they than they would if they I think were it in depends on the now. year. Ours ours well, colored at yeah, Christmas time this year. Oh, did it? But it's a little you know it's unpredictable. It's not yeah. like they were at it really the. Really is this the year. Oh, we have things that think it's spring. My calla lilies are blooming. My irises, snowbells. <laughs> they everything's a little bit earlier. It seems like and we think keep thinking they're gonna get they're gonna freeze again. And who knows what will happen. That's, That's what everybody's yeah. thinking. Are your mountain laurels blooming? Do you have mountain laurels? I don't have, we're in College Station, so I don't oh, have okay. mountain laurels here. Uh, we thought we'd lost some little, uh, oh, what do they call little johns or whatever the. Uh, how about the red buds? Red little, buds are blooming. Yeah, but yeah. my husband went out there yesterday cleaning up and redoing stuff in the yard, and he says they were green. The little, they look deader than ever, but the little. Uh, Bottle well, and I, I just did an article on uh, what's blooming, and and of course the day after you write an article like that, then you go out there, <laughs> the Lady yeah. Banks roses are all starting to bloom yeah. too. Right. Well, what about? Oh yeah, uh, I did, I did the primrose jasmine. I did catch because it had a little freeze damage, but there's a, so many of them in a na- you know a neighborhood that's got a lot of deer usually has a lot of primrose jasmine. I see a lot of them in the. I saw too. jasmine. A lot of the leaves were kind of frozen. My husband up. said he just was kind of stripping those off. They're they're not dead. It's happened a couple of times. We have them on trellises, but they have always come back. And the past three or four years, they never even you know died back at all uh-huh. on the star jasmine. So that yeah. that was good. Okay, on my irises. Uh, we have some, and I don't even know it's an old iris, and I think the lady that gave them to me, she thinks they're called Baby Blessed, but they're bright yellow. They're not cemetery irises or the bearded, but they bloom throughout the year, literally each season, some not as full and of a flower. So what do you say is the best time? I know supposedly the off-season you can separate them and, you know, replant um, but with the flower well, like that kind of blooms, they're blooming well then, now. Act. Uh, November, I guess. November is the classic time to do it. Jerry and I always talk about that. They're they're so flexible. You can do it almost any time, and they can sit in a paper sack for a year, or a year and a half, and still do well. Be, but yours yeah, that well, blooms we, all the time. Maybe um, we're doing I, that. November, good. I think, would still be a good yeah, good time. November, December. November, December, stick. We've, I think he's tried them several different times, and it's a trial and error, and they seem to come back like you say. We don't. Yeah, they're them. tough. They are tough. Already. Well, uh, I appreciate your help. I was just wondering because we have a wonderful garden group. Do you ever come to the College Station area to talk at our? Uh, why would Why would I want to come to College Station? <laughs> 
Well, we meet in the Bush Library the third Tuesday, and we'll be. Oh my goodness! Okay, are you are you listening on the computer, or how are you listening? Oh to yeah, I was talking found the computer. We just turned the radio when my when I saw your name when Very I googled. Very cool. So we okay. we're, not, we're going to do this on. We listen to Skip Richter here for Garden Success. Oh yeah, Skipper out of out of had, uh, Houston. Well, he's on a different big project uh, on the campus. Oh. Gardens they're now doing, and it's going to be a yeah. big deal over three or four years, like millions of dollars of uh, an arboretum and really neat stuff, botanical type stuff. So, but yeah, I come, I come well, over there sometime. We, we look really? forward to talking to you again, Janice. You take care. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Ed's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Well, I was doing fine. I'm glad Janice has lots of flowers blooming. But what uh -oh. I have blooming are weeds with the, with the little yellow flower uh, in them. Those, I don't know those what Those are not. Doing. That's horse herb. Those are not weeds. That's a uh, a uh, <laughs> favorite native plant uh, that the, bir the birds and the uh, butterflies love. No, I don't. Where, where, where is this weed growing? Is it, is it in your lawn? It's in my lawn, my front yard, and it's growing and taking over my front lawn. Okay, your grass and, uh, is thin, isn't it? Sir. And you had your grass thinned out. Are you under in shade? Um, no, it gets the. Uh, oh, the. What? I'm, Morning sun. Morning sun, that's what it gets, yeah, east. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and the, gra you know, the grass is thinned out in this little this little uh, ground cover uh, has taken over. Yes, it is. And I don't yes, know how sir. to stop it. I, I, well, I've been told by some people, just cut it. Just keep cutting it, it'll go away. But then I've been no. told to use Weed Be Gone. And I'm 87 years old. I sold my lawnmower a few years ago because I have COPD and other problems. I can't cut it. <laughs> but I just need to get a something to kill it. Huh. Well, uh, Calvin and I and several others uh, have, have had this complaint from people for many years. And so we finally we finally decided we can't kill it. You can't even kill it with Roundup. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah, because it comes back from seed and everything else. So uh, the best the best rem uh, solution to that thing is just to mow it. Just uh, just yep. use it as a lawn during the winter. I'll be done. Yeah, and okay, then your, the, your your situation is exactly the way it, where it prospers, and uh, and you know matches my lawn, Jerry's lawn, and we've we figured out that our that we haven't been successful, but uh, when you mow the you mow the uh, horse herb and you mow the rescue grass, the, uh, my winter lawn looks better than my summer lawn does yeah. with, with the uh, San Augustine grass. Well, and the, generally, horse herb will go away. I don't know if you water your lawn or not, but when it gets hotter and uh, people quit watering their lawn, 
uh, horse horse will, will go away. In other words, the 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 main body of that planting will go away, uh, and then then when it begins to rain again, it'll come back from the from the uh, mother plant as well as from seed seed that is dropped on the ground. I'll be darned. So don't well, don't 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 worry about it. Don't worry about yeah, it. As as old as as old as you are, you know if you can't beat it, you might as well enjoy it. You know. You know my yeah. my neighbor just recently sodded his front lawn because yeah. I think I I think he's mad at me. But anyway, he sodded his front lawn and put in uh, beams all the way up to the to his house, and uh, so my my weeds won't encroach on him and well if he if he hasn't talked to me since so i don't know <laughs> that's all right well you can that's enjoy a, looking over at his yard if you want grass and if you want uh, <laughs> uh perennial co- ground cover you can enjoy looking at your yard so you got okay, the best of both. well in two or in two or three years his lawn will be back yeah to where it'll, it'll be too, back anyway. to the same way okay thanks ed Sorry, Ed, that we don't have a better solution. We don't have anything to kill it. And it just, uh, if the grass is not growing thickly, if it's too shady, poor soils, uh, the horse herb wins the battle. All right, 308-8867. Steve, did you have another quick question, or were you just going to, okay. What is that little thing? Yeah, no, we're still, uh, okay, you ask him in a minute. we got Trace up here we got to find out what the plant of the weekend is. Well, plant of the weekend is going to be tulip magnolia. Oh, everybody is, wants a magnolia, and this is probably the best. This is the best shot at getting one to function here. It's not your traditional magnolia. This one actually puts on buds real early. In fact, uh, I'm looking at one that's blooming. Yeah, And it's purple. a fuchsia purpley color, uh, and it blooms before it puts its leaves on. makes a uh, nice little tree. And definitely showy this time of year. First first thing that blooms in the spring. Yep, it is. And this one is actually called Ann as far as the variety goes. There's a couple of other ones out there, too. And, of course, A-N-N? I, yep. Okay, what kind of, uh, how would you plant that? Would you plant that in a sheltered thing like we do, the red maple? or? If it were me, I'd put it underneath a deciduous tree. That way, it got some shelter from the summer heat from a, a larger tree and and, uh, and the sun during the winter. Uh, enrich the soil over a large area. Uh, oh, the bigger the better. But yeah. but this one's much more accomplishable than than uh, some of the other types of magnolia. Well, and this one doesn't get huge, so you you could you could probably manage mulch over quite a bit of the root system, especially the first five or six years, eight yeah. years of the growth. And they're very reasonably priced. They're thirty-four ninety-nine for the size that we're looking at. So, and which is it's a four feet, four foot, yeah, four feet, five-gallon can, four foot tall. And it's getting ready to bloom out. It's got a lot of buds on it. It's got a lot of buds. You bet. All right. So uh, same deal. If they want them, they can get them here, obviously. But if they uh, want to, they can call and phone in and and get them at yeah, about fourteen of them. Okay. So if you want to put one aside for you, it's 497-3760, 497-3760. That's the number for Millburgers. I've seen some that really done well, like on the, the side of a you know, house that has the stream bed, where the old stream bed used to be, and under that deciduous tree you were talking about on, yeah. on that edge. And 
always kind of kind of amazing when they well, start in the blooming. Spring, in the spring, the first thing to yeah. bloom. You don't see them well like red buds. You don't see them until they start blooming. Yeah. Hey, Trace. Now, um, we were telling folks too about the blood drive was actually going to end at 12:30. So, if they go on ahead and, I guess, are we? Okay. I, I don't have an answer for that. Okay. All righty. I'm just checking. Well, then let's talk about next weekend. Next weekend, I can talk about. Talk about next week. All right. So we're going to have uh, an event and uh, the rodeo fun event. So it's Saturday, February 18th. Uh, we're going to do a lot of things. So the first uh, would be the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Uh, and I think they, they call it HM because they don't want to accidentally pronounce the last name. Yeah, David uh, Rodriguez can't pronounce Moran. So uh, He's calling it Moran. Uh, I forget what okay, he's calling it. Anyway, uh, that day the proceeds uh, from the Rodeo Tomato will actually go to benefit the youth gardening program. Uh, we're going to have uh, hot dogs, chips, and drinks. And that's a dollar donation, and that we don't keep that. That goes to the food bank. So that's kind of cool. So we're helping them out. We're going to have a balloon artist and face painting for the kids and for Milton. Yay! And then to put everybody in the mood, we're going to have the uh, Texas Weather Band here from 11 to 3. All right. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, for more information on the events that are happening at Mill Burgers, because David Rodriguez will be here the week after that talking about spring cleanup. So go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, where you'll find uh, stuff that's on sale this week here at the nursery, like the Blue Bonnets. Talk about that a sec. Well, also, if you want to go to the uh, Express News article on the, right. on the HM1823, oh, and I don't know... If Jerry got it in time to put it on Plan Answers, I did. Okay, so it's on. It's on Some uh, Plan Answers too. Topics got, of the month on PlanAnswers.com front page. He's got a he, he's got a long article and then he's got the short article too to give you more information about this um, this tomato. It is a uh, tomato that, uh, of course, we say this every year on the rodeo tomato because they're, <laughs> you know, they've gone through a testing program. They've been selected as uh, worthy of all this attention and worthy of being introduced to the market but uh you might you know you know you might uh well you need to try it try it along with your celebrity and your tycoon and then the other thing is the potting up uh, yeah uh, both on plantanswers.com and the express news article we tell you it's too early to get the uh the tomatoes in the garden although if it stays warm maybe um but you pot them up and they they keep growing and you can move them into the shelter if it gets cold and that way they're ready for action when the soil's April 1 or third week in March, whatever it is when the soil warms up enough and they'll go immediately into their bloom and producing fruit. All right. Um, and then real quick before we go to break, uh, what do we got on sale? Uh, we've got geraniums, mm-hmm. including the Fantasia series. So the We've got the, the heat-tolerant geraniums in, as well as some other colors and sizes. Um, values to $6.99 for $5.99. Then we have some smaller pots. So if you want to just uh, do smaller containers, we do have some 4-inch pots, $2.99. Oh, good. Then uh, blue bonnets are in the ad. Yeah. So that's perfect timing for that, and I believe they were $0.88. Cents. They are. Uh, we had fruit trees on special, uh, $24.88 for the ones that are $29.99. So peaches, pears, plums, apples, nectarines uh, are the bulk of it. 
Okay. Uh, let's see what else have we got. We've got uh, blueberries. blueberries on sale, uh, including the Tiff Blue. There's some of those still out that's there. Good. So that's the, I think that's the one David's recommending right, right now. Right. And there's and, a detailed description on how to grow those Tiff Blues in, in a container. You know, plant. acidify the soil. It's amazing. It, uh, I think, Jerry, the recommendation is what? Half, half sphagnum peat moss and half sand or sand, yeah, or, or, or uh, high, high quality potting mix with sphagnum peat moss. So. Uh, we've got the shade trees on special, so if anybody wants to take care of the, uh, the planting a tree and doing the CPS rebate, they can actually make money, so to speak. Uh, yeah. They can plant up to five trees in uh, in the yard in a particular area, a certain list of trees, and uh, they would get a, a rebate from uh, CPS, CPS for fifty dollars each tree, so they can actually make money. Yeah, That's, we're almost almost paying them to plant the tree. Sounds like it. Cool. And right, right on the bluebird, we got half whiskey barrels. We got half whiskey barrels on sale, thirty nine eighty eight. So. For those people that are going to, I still think it's portable. So if they wanted to start something big vegetable-wise in there and, and still be able to move it, it's fairly movable. All right. So that's Especially all. Milberger Nursery. Duty coasters on the That's line. right. MillbergerNursery.com. We've got some folks waiting, so we're going to go to break. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon art artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Homeowners, you know all too well about the recent hails we've had in San Antonio. But did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hagendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985 and their incredible results speak for themselves check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com you'll see miraculous transformations and real testimonials of happy thrilled customers 
If your deck, fence, or patio has been damaged in the recent hailstorms, find out about how your homeowner's insurance may cover damages. For more information, call Deck and Patio Care right now at 822-9147. That's 822-9147, or go to deckandpatiocare.com. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors, blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand-new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom-and-pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with Delightful, delightful Decors. decors. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We're going to go visit with Todd Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products over there on Lookout Road. Hey there, Todd. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. Well, good. That's a pretty day. The sun finally came out. Are uh, folks uh, over there at Quality Organic Products today uh, getting soils and mulches? Yeah, I imagine they are. Uh, The difference, sort of what a difference the sun makes. Uh, It's much busier here today uh, than it was last week when it was kind of dreary. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, so are you yeah. start are things starting to pick up over there too or are you Oh yeah that? for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well I kinda of took advantage of you know when there wasn't quite as busy yeah, over there. Smart. I got uh, what I like to do and um, Todd the way they do business at quality organic allows you to do this. I um, like to get my mulch supply and my compost supply for the year. I like to have those piles on hand, and then I can just use them as I need them. And this this year, I was uh, um, putting in some uh, shed for tractors, so I needed uh, decomposed granite, and that that was great. Uh, the 
the driver brought it in, uh, and you can you can put some of the same stuff on the one load. Yeah. Uh, but the decomposed granite came in, and then I was and he, the drivers are so skillful they can get it where you need it, and uh, so I've got the site already, and uh, ready for action. And then and that's what happens, you know, if you deal with uh, quality organic. And then Milton, you like their. Uh, what website? If you're unsure on what materials yeah. you want, you can go there, right? Uh, I'll let Todd uh, talk about that. What will folks find on your website at qualityorganicproducts.com? Man, just a little bit of everything, you know, how to figure out how to measure your material, the depth of it, what to put on it, what we have. You can calculate. One thing that's pretty hard to calculate is the amount of uh, compost or top dressing you need for aeration and top dressing and that uh, right. your little your little right. uh, calculator can, there makes that easy right and you can figure your miles too how, how much it's going to cost you for delivery too oh really wow i didn't know that part that's cool mm-hmm. yep and uh so todd uh does calvin's story about your driver surprise you uh, no not really i mean it been with me a long time yeah, you. Yeah, well, I, I was actually, that was, I was, that was kind of a softball question there, Todd. I, I know it didn't because you guys have your own drivers and you get lots of rave reviews on the job they do. Well, and Todd, when we first started doing business with him on the show here, he was always bragging on the, the drivers, and we just kind of, you know, blew it off. What what difference could that make? Boy, it does right. make a difference when you're working on a project. It does. Yeah, especially when we got to deliver a hundred yards. Remember when we delivered the hundred yards at your A and M deal? Oh yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Got, yeah. Got Why that. was that so amazing? Oh, it was uh, it was fast, easy, and the uh, drivers kind of took you know say, what do you want to accomplish here? And so they were they were basically spreading, and they were putting it in places where were make it convenient for us to the the uh, oh, you know wow. I. Okay. 25 volunteers and and uh, lots of shovels and and so they were they got into the project and really helped make it a really successful project. Nice yeah. job, Todd. Yep. And you know that's what one thing we have is those belt trailers and they can take the mulch off at certain increments and put it in certain areas where you know some trailers you can't have that aspect. You they dump out and once they dump it's all over. Talking to Chad Chisholm of Quality Organic Products right there on Lookout Road, about a quarter mile outside of 1604, soon to have a second location. So we'll ask you, kind of, Todd, a couple questions. One, since folks, you say, uh, since uh, you're experiencing the same thing we are with folks getting more interested in spring gardening, what are folks getting now mm-hmm. when they're coming to visit with you? What are the landscapers getting? Oh, you always ask me this question, and I mean, they get everything, but they get soil mixes okay. right now. Like soil mixes are always the popular thing right now in springtime. Garden okay. soil is always the big, biggest thing, and then um, I would say your mulches are next. You know. And then fertilization, you know, everybody fertilizes early and late, you know, but fertilization is really key, you know, so um, they, you know, we sell all the organic fertilizers as well as Milberger's does too, so, you know, you can find them everywhere, and I, that's what I recommend, you know. You also, um, that you, you never mention unless we we bring it up, Todd, uh, you know, we're, we're promoting the idea of aerating the lawn now, it's important. Oh, for sure. Top dressing, and you got aerators there too. 
speaking of aerators, we uh, yeah. are working on them today, getting them ready to go for springtime. I have to go get a fuel filter. I got one ready to go and all serviced and ready to run, and the other one I'm working on right now, and uh, it'll be well, ready to roll too. So. Uh, Milton is an expert on operating aerators, so if you oh, need any no. testing, to, uh, we've got a, a, a TV clip of him uh, terrorizing yeah. a neighborhood with a with the aerator that got loose. You know, Milton, I, I, yeah. I think you'll break this time, Milton, but uh, we won't we won't let you have any motorized equipment. That's about it. That's, That's smart. <laughs> You're a very smart man, Todd. Yeah, it was. Chainsaws, weed eaters, mowers. Yeah. Anything that has to do with blades and motors and spikes, we're not going to let you handle. I could probably give a course on things not to do with a chainsaw. You don't want to go into that story. Um, Hey, okay, so with with, uh, the time we have left, Todd, I want to talk because I I know the answer to this too. What are you excited about uh, that's coming up in the spring over their quality organic products? Man, just getting our yard back going. Whole yep. thing and uh, getting brush coming in. That's our goal right now. How about the uh, anything we're going to introduce? You know, because uh, no, we not right uh, now. no okay. Now we're going to about... get our other yard roll. Get our yeah. yard going. Um, we got some stuff we're going to do, but we're a little late in season. Uh, some leaf mold compost we're going to start, but probably going to be next year before we start it. Okay. See, that's what I. I know you guys are always thinking about that kind of stuff. So, and then the new yard, you don't know just yet on the uh, on when it's going to open up to the public, right? It's just it's not going to be a public place. It's oh, oh, it's not retail. public. Oh, I'm sorry. It will not okay. be a retail. It'll be only a uh, wholesale and uh, and a. Uh, um, but but if Milton is just. Intense about going and visit. He can, can't he? Right. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to give two words of that one? He'll, yeah, he'll you know, you know, he'll forget he'll again our, next week and yeah. ask you the same he'll question. He'll be our research center, but we won't have retail there. Retail will be where we're at, and then it'll be our research and uh, wholesale center. So we'll cool. screen right in. So anybody at like once eighteen wheeler loads or stuff like that. Well, actually, screen the uh, oh, okay. right in their right in their truck. They'll never hit the ground. So very cool. All right, you guys right, open guys. today till two, right? Yep. Yep. All right. They can, you can call Todd at six five one zero two zero zero six five one zero two zero zero. Thanks, Todd. Uh-huh, bye bye. Take care. Bye, bye, Todd. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Yes, sir. Did you want to? Well, I, I don't think he ever talks about it, but I, I think he carries pecan shell mulch. And we get a, a lot of people that that have cats that oh. go to the bathroom in their flower beds. And that pecan shell. And if you put enough pecan shell mulch down, the cats don't want to walk on it. That's it won't stop them from coming in the yard, but it might stop them from doing something in a flower bed you don't want them doing. And it is, it is an attractive mulch. I, I really like the looks of it. I, hey, I first saw it uh, California. They used a bunch of it there. we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up right here on 930 AM, The Answer. AM 930 KLUP, KLUP.com, and on TuneIn and the iHeartRadio app. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons here at Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull 40 Road. And uh, we'd love for you to come on out with all your gardening friends and visit with us, ask your gardening question in person. Or, if you like, just uh, give us a call at 308-8867. Well, do you suppose I, it didn't sound like we convinced our the listener on the horse herb that he should just give up the battle and uh, and uh, enjoy it and mow it like we do. <laughs> he just kind of a re- there was a resigned. Uh, it sounded like he tried several uh, herbicides. Oh, yeah, and you know he maybe over a number of years. Too. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of folks that. To battle against squirrels or something, you know, or, or the deer, too. The deer can be just a problem. I saw but it's a ground cover. I mean, you need something to cover the ground, so we're supposed to get some rains next week, this coming week. And uh, so uh, you need you need something on the ground. You need something to on the bare soil. No, and since you can't kill it, you, you may as well, well, as well accept let, it. Yeah. Let that be the... Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Oh, well, here, you, you ask so you can be a part of the conversation. Oh, it's very easy. Okay, so what, what, what would you like to know? Oh, does anyone ever use green dichondra on the parking strip between the sidewalk and curb? Oh, does anyone ever use dichondra? Yeah, that's okay. Just just answer the. Uh. The, you're talking about the the cultured one, the the kind that you get. Uh, it's considered a weed normally. Yeah, it gets it gets big tall. It gets tall. The uh, you can't mow it. I guess. You, you're talking about between patio rocks and things. Between the sidewalk and the curb, out front. Oh. Okay. I I think it's a little. Uh, I always think of that as one of the toughest places to grow anything, and I and I don't. I don't know, and at least in our climate, whether it it uh, prospers in that situation. You know, in Tucson. Yeah, Sadia, Sadia. It's not going to react like in Tucson like it does in Tucson. What What is it that we? Well, a lot of times we'll just recommend uh, uh, dwarf uh, monkey grass. Uh, it's too sunny. Oh, this is Tucson. She's shaking her head, yes. Hot. Um, our horse herd won't work there. Why not? Uh, because Whoa. of the dry. Unless you watered the heck out of it. We, horse herb is that little plant with the yellow flowers that fills in in sh- shady spots. Um, a, lot of, a lot of times that decompose granite or... But we, we we used to have some plants. We used to. I'm trying to think of what. What about Ruelia? might do it. Yeah. Um, a dwarf. Uh, like like this. See this plant with the purple flower. Yeah. That that's pretty tough. Um, the dwarf ones, which uh, stay fairly small, uh, pink and and that. Uh, I don't know if they got any paint, and it's relatively uniform. You know, don't you don't have to mow it or anything. Um, another thing I've 
some sites, the lantana, uh, the, the the lavender spreading Lav- lantana yeah, will yeah. work, but it doesn't it doesn't bloom very well in the hot hottest part of summer, but it can often survive. I think I think your dwarf really. I've I've in fact I've used that uh, in some places between the sidewalk and that that for place from hell that people try to grow. <laughs> and uh, this this person had a situation where it would hold water. It would hold water uh, when it rained, and then of course it'd dry out, be hard as a brick. And uh, so I gave him some. I gave him some realia, and that's been ten or fifteen years ago. And and I, I go by that planting, and it's still yeah, there. Yeah, and that's yeah. That is one of the few plants that can take that. It can take temporarily well soggy soil. Yeah. yeah. And it blooms. Alrighty. Thanks. Yeah. All right. so experiment with it a little there. bit and see if you don't like it. The the purple there is, and then there's that pink that's. I don't see the pink. I don't either. I thought I did, but it's a coneflower over there. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Is that the dwarf one? Okay. I think the oh. dwarf is on the other side. Oh. That's standard, isn't it? Yeah, it looks, well, it's, it's, no, looks pretty tall. All right, anyway, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867. So what else is going on, guys? Oh, well, we were, we were talking about the uh, the citrus. You know, we've been telling everybody to be patient. It uh, should start putting budding. You'll be able to determine where the killed areas are, and uh, that's that's happening faster than, than I expected. Um and in my yard, the well, the uh, lime completely flattened to the ground. I don't know if the roots survived. I haven't seen any action there. But the the lemons uh, on uh, one uh, about halfway killed the top, and then the other one uh, tops pretty good. But all the uh, the satsumas and grapefruits and oranges and all the uh, other uh, citrus, they seem to be uh, sprouting fast. Jerry, Jerry brought up an interesting, you know, it's all that cold weather we had, and suddenly it stopped. And we were talking, it was a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how the early, the low chill peaches were, were blooming. Uh, you know, they were just, they'd gotten enough cold weather. Well, nothing has happened since, and Jerry brought back some official data from Fredericksburg. Yeah, from Fredericksburg. Yeah. 500 chilling hours so far. They should be they should be 600, 650, 700. And that'll be a now. problem because a lot of things like our June Gold, Rio Grande, uh, La Feliciana, those those will be waiting for another 100, 200 chill hours, which might not get. They said they're going to. Yeah, they've got a chemical that they can spray that'll substitute for about a hundred chill hours. I and have, and we've seen Dorminex. Now back when we were working on our PhDs, they didn't talk about uh, a reversal of chill 
But now, but now we've seen sometimes when you have cold weather and then you have warm weather again, it right. kind of sets back the, 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 the little calculator of the chill. So you you lose the benefit that you had. So that'll be something we'll have to watch and uh, they said this year. they said my favorite my favorite peach is red skin, which is a late maturing, yeah. high chilling, free stone. That maybe that peach. maybe we'll get some leaves by August. Yeah, then. but they say the buds have been killed. Huh. Uh, I don't know whether it was coming out of dormancy from that freeze. Or, yeah, from wow. that freeze. But that yeah. see that red that's unusual too because red yeah. skin is a you know, it goes up north. I yeah. mean, it's a northern peach. Yeah, and it doesn't usually start until it's got a plenty of chill, and so it's kind of through the last freeze date. And so, that, yeah, that would be unusual. And I would say my plums, uh, of course, my Morris plum is not showing any activity, and even the uh, mm-hmm. methylee is... That doesn't look like any action. My, my fruit professor at Kansas State used to say... That you can move varieties easier to the north than you can move varieties to the south. And he was talking, you you think about even even the low chillers up north, they have a tendency to have cold weather right up until spring starts. They don't have these fluctuations Uh in temperatures like we do. And so even the low chillers will stay in dormancy as long as the temperature is cool and uh and and some of the, so uh he he is always saying that you can move things which goes against your 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 logic you think of the intuition you move, yeah. yeah if you move you could move things into a warmer climate easier than you could move them into a colder climate huh. so uh but, but anyway that's what that's what we're seeing this year Hey, we have Leslie on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for calling. Well, my, my question, I do almost all my gardening in containers, big containers, um, flowers and herbs and other pretty plants. And I wanted to ask about potting soil. If you can give me some guidance around choosing potting soil and why does it matter, and um, how often do I need to replace that, like dump the whole thing out and start all over again? I'd love to hear your insights. I don't think you really need to. Uh, a, lo- a lot of people use their their uh, potting soil over and over again. Basically, in a container, you need well you need a well-drained potting mix, artificial with no soil in it, and. Uh, with uh, basically what we call refer to as an artificial mix. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, I I seem to have the better luck to uh, with the uh, sphagnum based uh, potting mixes, uh, especially with a lot of stuff that we're growing around here because our our water is so alkaline and everything is so alkaline. It it keeps the Potting mix at a at a at a more reasonable uh, pH, uh, but uh, they they they're doing a lot of uh, a lot of things like putting moisture control uh, in the potting mix. Now, I'm looking at a 
the one we have on sale now is called Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Soil, and uh, and it's on sale for uh, uh, basically a, a dollar, dollar fifty off. But uh, it's it's a well-drained potting mix. Uh, that what they've done is put uh, uh, little uh, gel gel pellets in there to absorb the water but uh, anyway it's it's a well-drained potting mix even with this uh, moisture control potting soil the main the main thing you have to remember regardless of what kind of potting soil you buy is that uh, there's no there's not so As uh, they they promote it that it'll it'll grow a tomato for the full season without fertilizer. Well, it'll grow a plant for full season, but they don't yield very much because you don't have sufficient nutrients available in there for the for the, to grow a big, healthy, uh, productive plant. So I recommend, regardless of the potting mix that you use. Of course, you you've got to have a container that drains well. You got to have holes in the bottom of the container that drain well. Use a well-drained uh, potting mix with no soil uh, added, uh, which most most uh, I think um, well I, I don't say all, but most of them on the market now uh, don't have soil in them like they used to. Uh, and then I, I recommend uh, for growing tomatoes and things uh, to use a, a, a slow-release fertilizer like uh, Osmocote, uh, slow-release fertilizer, uh, in copious amounts. I, I don't think you can over-fertilize with <laughs> Osmocote. Uh, so, uh, uh, and it releases over... Uh, a four to six month time period, time frame, which is about the time that you'll be growing your tomatoes and flowers and things like that in. Uh, and then, uh, even after you put this into the to the mix, uh, now this Osmocote is not like a slow release lawn fertilizer. Uh, two different things. Uh, you use a different slow release on the lawn than you use uh, on, in the potting mix. You just use something like 1959 slow release on the lawn and on your trees and shrubs. But in the uh, you use Osmocote in the uh, uh, regular potting mix. And basically, you talked about throwing away the old mix. I, what I found is just yank the plants out of there, or wear, or loosen the loosen the botting mix up again, and then add. In, in other words, refill, uh, leave, leaving the regular mix in there. Just take take new mix and fill it up to the top. In other words, complete your your fill on on the container. And then add more Osmocote, because after four to six months, that that uh, fertilizer, uh, slow release fertilizer is gone. I've had good luck on uh, big plant my citrus, like in whiskey barrels. I'll use half of an inexpensive 
uh, potting soil, I'll call it, or potting mix it, and it's got a lot of sand in it. And then another half of one of the, like the Miracle Grow or the Osmo Coat, mm-hmm. has got uh, it's got more more of the uh, classic clays and and uh, it's got some some nutrients in it, and that that works real well, uh, and it helps cut the cost down a little bit because of the difference in potting mixes. Oh yeah. is huge. Yeah. And then um, then for seeding for seedlings, Jerry, I just use that less expensive because they don't stay there long and they go in the garden. Right, right. And but uh, then for special plantings, you know, the long-lived ones, then just use more more of the expensive. One thing I've seen and had problems with is if you have uh, compost uh, and organic material in the mix. You know, after five or six years, you can have that most of that stuff decompose, right? And so you do you do have a little trouble with drainage, mm-hmm. and that's where you where you can mix mix up those soils with uh, some new soil, or just put that hard material in into the compost pile, or something. right? All right, is that enough? Yes, that's great, because what I find is after uh, two or three or four years, the earthworms, I think, have kind of taken over and done their magic, but like you said, it makes it very dense and probably the breakdown of the material as well. So. Yeah, I always leave the earthworms in, in my containers when, uh-huh. I'm, when I'm, you know, working them up and putting new mix in there. That's great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you you take going. care. Bye. Bye. Got a question from the crowd. Can we ask your question on the air? Here, you grab the mic, you're all in the air, and these guys can hear you. Installed St. Augustine last year, eight pallets. This year, do I need to put uh, compost or a topsoil on top of it to keep it going? You Not don't to, want to put topsoil on it. Don't use topsoil, yeah. Compost, a thin layer of compost all, is always uh, useful and uh, easy to do. I mean, it's kind of a daydream job. You don't have to be you know fussy about the level or you can have somebody uh, do it um, you don't, you probably don't need to aerate after just one year but uh, you know I guess I, I, I'd never recommend that somebody not put <laughs> the compost down well then my next question too is there's several types of compost is one better than the other now the well what uh, what most places sell uh lawn dressing sell a product called lawn dressing and uh that that has a little compost and uh sand mix and sand and sand whatever in there so i'm yeah and usually it's about the same price as reg- all compost and the compost is the active ingredient so why why use the lawn dressing the reason you would use one with lawn dressing is if you've got if you've got gaps between the sod or you've got low spots, then the sand does a better job of filling than than compost does. The one thing to watch for on the compost is uh, uh, find find a reliable supplier that isn't where the compost the product isn't overwhelmed with sawdust. You know, quality organic or uh, you know, there's a number of them out there that are. They're pretty good material. Cool. 
Thank right. you. Well, thank you. You take care. We're going to take a break. While we do, you can give us a call at 308-8867-308-8867. We have more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. You give us a call, and we'll talk to you about gardening right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they, they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. When the weather outside is frightful, the birds are more delightful. With colder temperatures, birds are active at the feeders. If you want to enjoy the beauty and the thrill of watching nature in your own backyard, Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shops in San Antonio can show you how. There is nothing quite like the enjoyment you get from watching finches at the feeder or purple martins teaching their young to fly. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, one that attracts a certain bird or that keeps squirrels away, or even one where you can sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds Unlimited also has unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores, with three San Antonio and Shirts locations, like 3820 FM3009 at Green Valley Road, or call 566-8808. That's 566-8808. Thinking gifts for Valentine's Day? Think Alamo City Chocolate Factory for unique gifts made of chocolate. Order your chocolate roses and fresh dipped strawberries now. Personalized gifts in chocolate, even edible chocolate boxes. Create a custom gift with hundreds of chocolate choices. Order early. Alamo City Chocolate Factory, Blanco and 1604 in the Vineyard Shopping Center. 210-490-5333. Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Live the sweet life. 9.30 a.m. The Answer has put together the ultimate Valentine's Day prize pack. Register now at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. And one lucky couple will win it all. A Valentine's Day box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. A couple's massage from Spa DeSante. A carriage ride in downtown San Antonio from the Yellow Rose Carriage Company. And look great on the dance floor after a lesson from Arthur Murray San Antonio. See the full list of rules and register now at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Hugh Hewitt. Well, at least we're seeing the worst from the Democrats. I must say the Democrats in the Senate have become children, just absolute children. children. As they throw tantrum after tantrum, they lost. They lost the election. When does no one understand what losing an election is like? That means you don't get to pick the people who the president picks. They are like children. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget to come on out next Saturday. We're going to be celebrating the Rodeo Tomato here at Millburgers. Uh, for it's the 2017 Rodeo Tomato Celebration, which is HM1823. And uh, we've been we, we need to look, uh, need somebody to look up the year 1823 and Let's see, see what, any significant. In terms of tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was trying to think significant happened in the year 1823. I was trying. I'm sure there is. I was trying to re- remember. Um, I figure out a good way to remember it, the 1823. I couldn't do it. Uh, so let's see. Uh, one plus. Uh, one, oh, here we go. Okay. So one times eight is eight, and two to the third is eight. So there you go. So if all you gotta do, <laughs> all you hit him from where you are, Miguel. All you gotta do is remember eight. Okay, ask you me. Get your right hand over there. You remember eight, him. and then you go. Okay, so let's see. It was one times eight is eight, and two to the third is eight too. So okay. For some some reason I can remember the eighteen twenty three. Is that I have, <laughs> I have trouble with the HM remembering uh, that. Yeah. Uh, are there any other eighteen twenty threes out there? No. Okay, so we're okay on that. I, I guess that's the. Uh, uh, plot number. Uh, oh, okay. When, when they did the testing, that's what all those numbers are. Hey, Calvin, we just heard the. Um, oh, there's also uh, we mentioned the hot dogs and and chips and uh, drinks and stuff. Those are all for a dollar donation. The music from the Texas Weather Band. The balloon artist will be here. I have to get word to her that I need a hippo. She knows how to do them. She just forgot. So I'll have to ask Trace if he can drop her a line. We need a hippo. Um, and are, you using your, are you using your special influence to, to, to try to get some? I know that there are other people out there that probably will come if they know hippo, huh? if they know that she can make a hippo. So I'm just making sure she's prepared. No, I would never think of using my influence to get a special balloon out of the balloon artist. That would be wrong. Although I've seen okay, picture, pictures of you with a balloon <laughs> headdress on. Yeah. yeah, I have to. I've seen pictures of you with a balloon headdress on. <laughs> So we just heard the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited commercial. Uh, I was going to ask you kind of what's going on now that it's warming up. Oh, but there, the action is still is it? going strong. You know, we, when we started feeding early and when we first ta- started talking to Bill, he, he was saying, well, there wasn't much action and people were complaining. Well, then the cold weather came, there was action. And now, the, you know, once they get started and get access uh, to the, the suet and the sunflower seed, uh, the birds are really uh, move, moving through. Lots of um, the insect eaters mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, the, it'll take a while for the insect populations to, to get up, even though the weather's warming. Uh, so, the, so there's several kinds of warblers. 
least two kinds of wrens that are coming to suet feeders, um, and ki uh, kinglets, uh, of course, a couple kinds of woodpeckers. Uh, so, I, so I think I think it's fair to say that uh, that 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 action we felt we we're missing at yes. the beginning is, is 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 going strong. And also, martins. Yeah. Uh, some people. Yeah. You know, some folks are putting up their martin houses. Okay. Now. It's not. You know. It's. You can debate about whether. I generally will do mine about March 1st. I think put my martin houses up. But uh, some people. I don't know if anybody's seen a scout. We haven't yeah, heard we a haven't report. had any scout reports, and so we want to encourage you to call in with your scout but, reports. But you do need to get the bird ho birdhouses up if you uh, want a better chance of getting like chickadees or wrens or titmice, woodpeckers to use their houses. Well, they hey. misnamed that scout thing. That, that, that's what misnamed. Yeah, well, according Maybe to Bill, that's right. That it's not later. that they don't suddenly go back and but warn their when friends. They said scout, I always thought they went back and said, "All right, boys, I got a house." Yeah, that's what Bill kind of described it as. He said, "When you think of scout, you think of you know this wagon train coming through, <laughs> and there's one guy that goes ahead and he goes, all right, that, that there's a city up there, we're going to pull in.'" There and you he go. said, "That's not what happens with you." Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think what a, they've drawn a conclusion that they're just early, early birds, and they just keep early birds keep moving out. House. That's very good. Yeah, yeah, there is no uh, Pony Express or message system. I don't think. Well, whatever you want, uh, nature-wise, uh, to to come to your yard, if you want to enjoy that, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with three San Antonio locations. And they will, uh, they will discuss this with you too. Oh you boy, know. will they? They they yeah. yeah. They yeah, love so this. They want you to be successful. Uh, they want you to to uh, attract the birds that you're interested in, and uh, so they'll they'll sit down with you and say what you got, what you interested in, and, and here's what you might try. Yeah, when you go in, if you if you've been in there, and I, I go in because I, I help them out. When you go in and you see a customer that's been a customer for a while, uh, they know them, they know their name, they know what they get. They're at, they're asking them questions about. You know what they're finding at the feeders, things like that. So it really is a relationship thing. So there's there's Wild Birds Unlimited. Bill's over there at Hebner and uh, Northwest Military. There is the location uh, with Kim at 1604 and uh, Braun Road, uh, right behind the Starbucks, as Jerry's fond of saying. And uh, there's Denise over there on FM 3009, just about a mile east of I-35. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. Did you ever get the no, I bark know, butter? I, I know you're going to yell at me. No, I forgot to get the bark butter. I even visited with Bill, and I forgot the bark butter. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. You mean at his location? Or yeah, I went and visited over, over at Northwest Military. In and you forgot the bark butter? I forgot the bark butter. Because that you know, we used to apply suet like that. And then peanut butter was another thing that. So well, I'm kind of curious about yeah, the, bark what the bark butter. Yeah, what the bark butter is. Okay, I, I'll, I'll try to remember. We got a squirrel out here. Where? I mean, he was right over there a while ago, and uh, I thought we were gonna put our bark butter on it. But the squirrel eat the bark butter too, right? Oh well. So I bet that's not gonna I'm last just, long enough for the birds. You guys, we talk about the squirrels. I, I, I don't know. I think I probably told you this story, but the uh, our friend from Spider, the Spider Man. Yeah. People uh, come and and put the. Uh, Little rat rat poison and cockroach poisons out and everything and and I got those four West Highland terriers that have this 
reputation of being rodent catchers. And this guy says, I've never seen so many squirrels in my whole life as I have in this yard. I said, yeah, keep reminding me. Have you ever seen so many West Highland Terriers in one yard either? I mean, it's a mat. And the squirrels, of course, have learned how high the Westies can get. Uh-huh. And so they just they just uh, feel pretty comfortable, you know, like being on the feeder, just kind of sitting there staring at them. I, I've never seen it, but I somehow imagine that they're throwing seeds at them and things like that. <laughs> but, but, the, but the squirrels are, are alert, and if a person goes out there, uh-huh. then they quick go much, right. much higher. Yeah, they, they figured out that, that I will get a stick and knock them, knock them off of the, the tree. There. You need to get you a pedagon with a scope on it. Well, and uh, I actually have that's one. What, that's what I did with my terrier. Yeah. How did the How did your terriers react to it? I chewed. I the the terrier got so that they would stand under the tree. Oh. And to this day, they still stand under the tree. I've got a. And then I would I would shoot them out, and uh, the terrier would get them uh, get them on the ground. I have one one of my older westies. I bet those resties would love uh, that. One of my older westies, gets. Starts whining and whining and and just you know I feel like she's in pain when the minute she sees the <laughs> that, that I'm going towards the closet uh, I get that so I I have not been very successful in getting them interested. Have you got a scope on your pelica? No, but I my uh, targets are pretty close. Oh okay okay. But uh, I yeah I haven't. Um, because of her complaints, and then uh, when she complains, uh, Judy, uh, oh. you're not you're not thinking of shooting those squirrels, are you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, you've got uh, the you've compl- got a problem. The complexities of uh, yeah. uh, wildscape and nature. <laughs> All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, I was looking at Neil Sparrow's uh, column. Somebody wrote, wrote him in and said, I had bottle brushes, ginger, blue plumbago, and bougainvillea in my landscape, but they all turned brown with that hard freeze several weeks ago. Is there a chance they will come back from their roots? I hate to think of replacing them all. And Neil writes off, writes back, said, "You can cut them off to the ground within one to two inches of the of the ground to tidy things up. Then wait until March or maybe even April to see if they re-sprout. Now I've got a I've got a report in that somebody has seen Esperanza re-sprouting from the bottom. Oh, really? Wow. And he he surprises me because I would expect the plumbago will." Sprout, but the uh, the others may not. Oh. Yeah, he he said plumbago would be the most likely to yeah. return in my estimation. Uh, and I I was telling Jerry um, Milton that uh, the miss, you know, everybody's so interested in the butterflies the last couple mm-hmm. of years. The, the miss flower started to resprout. I haven't the milkweed though. I haven't seen any resprouting on yeah. on milkweed, but. Everything, I mean, we're close. Everything's ready to burst out. Hope we don't have another freeze. Now, that the bottle brush took it hard, that, that, that dwarf bottle brush. Now, I, we're, I'm going to 
tell you that uh, we we do our testing on on bottle brush. And if you if you recall back, I don't know if a year or two ago, or maybe I, I think we saw some this year of the Cox, Paul Cox bottle brush. Uh, I've got some at the greenhouse. Didn't even burn a leaf on. Huh. So it is hardier than the than the regular bottle brush. So, uh, you how know, much does that bloom? It 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 it's more of a tree. I mean, this bottle brush that they sell now, it's got the same bloom as the bottle brush that they're selling here. Obviously, looks like a bottle brush and red. Uh, but. Uh, it's a tree. You know, the one at the botanical garden is uh, 30 feet tall, 30, 40 feet tall, and it's a big tree. And it blooms all over it with that bottle brush bloom. And that, that's why Paul Cox was telling me that uh, it never has frozen, even during the 83. And I mean, the tips will freeze back a little bit, but the tree didn't die. So I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these uh, uh, dwarf bottle brush make it back, come back. And, and the same thing is true with the dwarf oleanders. Uh, we got a lot of, uh, I mean, I've seen some dwarf oleanders. Uh, Mr. Turner's oleanders from Corpus Christi, the dwarfs. That I mean, they they look like they're dead to the ground, huh. definitely. Maybe dead all the way. Well, I saw some where they were they had varied killed areas. You know, there was oh, kind is of, that right? Yeah, just kind of uh, irregular. It looked like uh, the at the base the stems were were okay, but it was it wasn't a very, very consistent pattern. Yeah, you'd have some that were real low and some that were tall. And even even we're getting the reports on uh, hardy red and hardy pink standard size oleanders uh, that uh, lost all their leaves, uh-huh. you know, defoliated and and maybe maybe froze back some. And so that stimulated me to uh, to uh, take up a take up a campaign to find the, you know, we developed uh, Dr. Wayne McKay used to be in Dallas and El Paso and whatever, and I developed some uh, oleanders that were much hardier than hardy red and hardy pink. And uh, they've, they've since been uh, they, they, we were going to make them Texas superstars but some of our uh some of our people got all excited and said that uh, uh, we can't make a poisonous plant like oleander or superstar. Well, uh, and and that also occurred at the time when they were dying along the expressways. You know, they had that uh, that uh, Pierce like Pierce's yeah. disease, like uh, uh, almost kill. And so, of a, so we a just kind of kind of blew them off after. 10, 15 years of working with them, but uh, that has had not stopped the, the sale of oleanders. Uh, Color Spot, one of our largest uh, uh, wholesale container growers, uh, developed uh, sells a tremendous amount of oleanders because oleanders got a lot of benefits to it. You know, it's it's drought tolerant, it's deer resistant. 
and it's it's got beautiful blooms all summer long. So uh, you know it's got a lot of a lot of benefits to it, and it's evergreen. Makes good. Uh, well, yeah, it's evergreen. It's evergreen, and makes good uh, a barrier plant. Makes a good barrier plant. But uh, it it ha- does have some. It, every piece of it is poison. And uh, I think last week I mentioned something about the uh, old Anna being poisonous. And I want to thank Dennis for Dennis was me a, lot, a lot of information on uh, on uh, how it, it's, it seems like most of the poisonings occur in India. Uh, did you read his information, Milton? No, I, I don't remember. Uh, but uh, not in the U.S. I don't know why that is. But, uh, of course, oleander also has a lot of medicinal uh, value to it. So uh, They may be in, using it as a uh, cure. and Hallucinogen, yeah. And you cross, you cross the line between yeah. helping and hurting a body, too. But anyway, uh, so I, I, I think we're, I think it's worth putting on the market again. Are, are looking at it to put on the market. Again. So how how they the, the one of the issues was it's because of that uh, disease and I, I've heard it described as virus like and yeah uh, that it's unpredictable if they if they pin down what the disease and what it takes to to deal with it. No, they they said it's it's like Pierce's disease. It's in the same category is on the grapes and uh so some of the selections may be yeah will be less susceptible than other selections right right. Uh, the recommend the recommendation is if you if you have an oleander that uh, now this not not dying from cold or being killed by cold but if it gradually declines to cut it off at the ground and let it re-sprout and sometimes that'll that'll it'll grow grow past that uh, that infection. And and then otherwise you might just forget and it won't come back and so you yeah won't, yeah won't hurt your feelings. But I don't I don't the we've never run a we've never run an oleander test because this this uh, disease is so hard to uh, treat. In other words. To to run tests on different varieties, you've got to inoculate or or cause them all to have the same disease that uh, that every one of them have, and see which ones are resistant. So we never have really done it. So I, so I take it that uh, oleander would would not be in the same category as poinsettia. You will you wouldn't go on the TV and and taste I, oleander. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, and I, 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 I did hear, hear, I did have a, you know, the the old folklore about oleanders. The reason that they're, they're so, so poisonous is that they, they uh, marshmallows. Yeah, they were roasting marshmallows yeah. or, or wieners on a on a on an oleander stick. Yeah, and so the smoke and the and the and the. Uh, and the, he got into the either the marshmallow or the hot dog, and uh, it caused the, the child to get sick. 
Well, we were talking about that with our volunteers the other day. I don't know. I just got. We. I just talking about oleanders because I'm gonna try to reintroduce those oleanders that we developed. And uh, one lady said that her her neighbors her neighbors' children customarily went out and cut uh, oleander sticks to roast their weenies. Hmm. It's not a very good. It's not. It's not real stiff. Is They're it? mature now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. as the hey, wood gets older. We got. Oh, okay. We got to take a break, and uh, then we're going to talk to James. So, James, hang on the line. You've been very patient. We'll get to you right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road. Next Saturday, February 18th, come on out and celebrate the 2017 Rodeo Tomato. Of course, the 2017 Rodeo Tomato is the... Yeah, they they won't tell me either. But here's what I do know, that the proceeds from the sale of the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers that day will benefit the Bear County Master Gardeners Youth Gardens Program. So come on out, celebrate it, get your Rodeo Tomatoes, and start enjoying the spring tomato season. Here's what else will be out there. Hot dogs, chips, and drinks for just a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank from 11 until they're all gone, thanks to the folks at Fox Farm Soil and Fertilizer Company and BWI. There's going to be a balloon artist, face painting, and country music from the Texas Weather Band from 11 to 3. That's all Saturday, February 18th, as we celebrate the Rodeo Tomato at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. This Saturday afternoon at 5, tune in for Senior Care Chats, presented by Senior Care Centers. Kelly Brennan will entertain you as they educate you on issues and topics that matter most to seniors and their families. Saturday afternoons at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Consult your tax professional before investing. Let me ask you a question. Can you keep your 401k or IRA safe from the death of the dollar, continued rampant Fed spending, political corruption, and from the possible new Cold War with Russia? If you answered no, then listen up. Fortunes are going to be made and lost over the next few months. It's time you took action. Over 50,000 people have requested our Gold IRA Investment Guide to learn how to protect their retirement savings. Now it's your turn. We are Advantage Gold, the number one rated gold IRA company in America by TrustLink. Right now, we are giving away a free copy of our new gold IRA protection guide to anyone with an IRA, 401k, or retirement account that is over the age of 55. Just call 1-800-900-8000 right now, and we will help teach you how to keep your retirement savings away from the government and safe in your pocket. Just call today at 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Representatives are standing by. Call 800-900-8000 today. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, 
Try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need a 10. Hugh Hewitt, buddies, we're seeing the worst from the Democrats. I must say, the Democrats in the Senate have become children. Just absolute children. As they throw tantrum after tantrum, they lost. They lost the election. When does no one understand what losing an election is like? That means you don't get to pick the people who the president picks. They are like children. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady has a record fifth Super Bowl win after the biggest comeback in the game's history. Stimulating talk. Looks like Iran has retaliated by banning any American who wants to travel to Iran. Darn. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where we go right back to James at 308-8867. James, thanks for waiting. What's going on? How can we help you today? Uh, spring time, it feels like, out here. It's nice. Yeah. Hey, I got, a, I got a couple of questions. I was fortunate enough to uh, sneak away from the office on Thursday, and I picked up a couple of rodeo tomatoes and a, uh, let's see, Arctic Frost, uh, Mandarin Satsuma. Oh, good. I got two good. questions. Yeah, I've been wanting to get a set soon. I hadn't had one in about 10, 15 years or so, and we've moved to another house, too. Anyhow, on the uh, well, let me start with the, the citrus first. I was reading, after I got it home, it's recommended, if I read right, that not to put it in the ground right away. It's a one-gallon container, as you probably know. It's just to pot it up maybe for about two or three years and let it get a bigger root ball before you place it in the ground. Is that the right recommendation? Where did that come from? I don't Yeah. Where did you get uh, that, that information? Uh, is either online or Maybe. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Where I read it online. I don't know whose side it was, to be honest with you. Potting soil, uh, salesman or something. Yeah. No, well, we, uh, no, that, that, I was developed for this area and it can go straight into the ground anytime. Okay, from the one gallon container. Okay. Uh, yeah. so wait about a month or so, make sure, um, or should I do it now? I think you can do it now. Well, okay. the only the only reason you'd wait is if you think there's going to be another freeze and you don't you don't want to gamble. But you just okay. uh, it's small enough you can cover cover the heck out of it. Yeah, I'd wait a month or so. Yeah. Oh, to Calvin's point, I think that's what this article said was because if you, it had a bigger root ball or whatnot, if we had a real cold snap, it'd be more hardy, I guess, or what? Maybe it's more for up north. My second question on the on the new rodeo tomato, which I just potted the two up and old. Uh, coffee cans if you will um uh what's the difference between those because from what i'm reading on the characteristics or whatnot it's pretty similar to tycoon how 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 does it differ or does it it's not nematode resistant and tycoon is i I noted that Uh, yeah and yeah it's it's got a different disease packet i see okay yeah than tycoon they have they have similar disease resistance built in but uh i think the tycoon has 
has more, like I said, it's nematode resistant, and it has some, some different resistances that make it uh, particularly adapted to our area. And I always think of, maybe I'm wrong here, but I always think of the tycoon more pear-shaped than... Yeah. Then flat then flat and round like Oh the, the fruit you talk yeah. about. Yeah. 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 The tycoon I've grown a couple of times past few years and it's done really well for me where I'm I'm in uh northern Atascosa County. So what I'll do is I, I have some tycoon, I got it panicked about a week or so ago, pot it up. I guess I'll plant side by side and do kind of a, a comparison. There you go. Happens. That's what that's the way we want you to do all these. Will do. Yeah. All right. People, I pre- people want to try a new tomato, and that's that's what we that's the reason we come up with a new one every year. Uh, yeah. but, this one this one has been tested. Uh, uh, that's my picture in the paper, uh, or that uh, that's on plantanswers.com, and that picture was taken three years ago. So uh, it's but, been tested at least three to four years. On the rodeo tomato, or yes, or the, the rodeo yeah, tomato. Okay. Tycoon okay. was four to five years ago. Seems yeah. like it, yeah. Oh, one more question. Celebrity seems to be getting harder to find. Is is that one going away? Because I've been playing no, that. No, we haven't decades. heard that. I don't. I don't want to hear that. No, I. Think I don't want to hear that either. Millburgers. <laughs> okay. Uh, celebrity right. was the first one that Trace got in. Yeah, in fact, you're right. Absolutely, just a couple weeks ago. So. So that no, oh, okay. that, I, I haven't heard anything any bad news about that gun. I don't I don't think I don't think celebrity can go away because I mean it's it's a nationwide uh, tomato. In other words, they they plant it all over the all over the nation. All right, I just hadn't run across any yet, but it's a little early uh, on my side of town, I should say. Yeah. Okay, I pr- I appreciate it, guys. Okay, thank Thanks, you James. for calling in and let us know how, how they how they compare, especially the we'll, taste. Uh, the we'll taste do. of uh, we won't. They say this tomato tastes better. So oh, okay. And, and, unless I unless I get what happened two years ago, everything was looking good until the hailstorm showed up and everything was. Yeah, gone. that can happen. That's, <laughs> that's farming. That's gardening. That, that that's South Texas. All right, guys, appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks James. For Thanks for waiting. You take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867. Uh, Rob uh, emailed me and said that Esperanza, Althea, Crepe Myrtle, Victoria Red Grapes are all blooming in Elmendorf. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so 308-8867. We need to ma- mention that uh, start talking about the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show March 11th and 12th. The uh, old Wilson County Gardening Day is now a two-day event, and... Uh, one of the days on Sunday is a landscape school, and that runs from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. includes uh, individual counseling. Jerry and I and Brian Davis, the uh, ag agent from down in Wilson County area, will be uh, the faculty. Plus, we'll have the help of a number of master gardeners that have landscape uh, knowledge to, to help with the individual counseling. But if you want more information, the application is uh, available here at Millburgers, and we'll be talking about it. You know, there's a lot of great handouts. It's $25 per individual. Uh, if you two people from uh, same household attend, it's $40 for uh, for the two of them. But uh, feel free to uh, call us or ask us uh, uh, about it. 
we'll be getting more information. I, hopefully, we'll get it on uh, um, one of the, on the, some of the websites, and uh, so that the information will be available. But uh, put that down on your calendar, March 11th and 12th, uh, for the Home Garden Environmental Show. One big attraction Gold. will be there for both days, which is a is on attractions your... or distractions. <laughs> both, and uh, at the same time, uh, we're there from well from one to two. Uh, Last chance forever. The Raptor Show on both days will be uh, there. So that's that's always a, a huge and you know, a fun. Fun event, educational event. We're gonna do. A, They've been doing last chance. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be. Uh, they just burnt that out. They'll burnt be a plant exchange on Saturday. Our friends at the uh, Garden Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are gonna work with the Divine Garden Club and local volunteers and organize a plant exchange on the same model as uh, we do here at uh, Festival of Flowers. So lots and lots of uh, activities. One of the emphasis in terms of plant sales will be milkweeds. There will be native milkweeds there, old-fashioned roses, the tough modern roses, and hopefully uh, Jerry's uh, gardening South Texas uh, plant sale crew will be there on Sunday with some of the those, uh, exceptionally and tested uh, plants that they're testing uh, that will be available on the Sunday of the event. So it'll be a lot of fun. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody back at the station for getting all the calls on the air, making this sound so good. We're back tomorrow, back here at Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. I'm Milton Glick. Join us then, and uh, join us right here on... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.